today um, I wanted to read um, the resurrection story from the, the, the gospel of Matthew. And, um, and I'm going to read from Eugene Peterson's um, version here from the message, that, that particular translation. So this is uh, chapter 28 in verses 1 through 10. And just think about all the occurrences uh, of wonder that you hear in this passage. So after the Sabbath, as the first light of the new week dawned, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to keep vigil at the tomb. And suddenly the earth reeled and rocked under their feet as God's angel came down from heaven, came right up to where they were standing. He rolled back the stone and then sat on it, and shafts of lightning blazed from him. And we can take this literally or figuratively and just think of how that would, <laughs> what that would do to just the way you feel. Shafts of lightning blazed from him. His garments shimmered snow white, and the guards at the tomb were scared to death, and they were so frightened that they couldn't move. And the angel spoke to the women. There is nothing to fear here. I know you are looking for Jesus, the one they nailed to the cross. He is not here. He was raised just as he said, come and look at the place where he was placed. Now get on your way quickly and tell his disciples, he is risen from the dead. He is going on ahead of you to Galilee and you will see him there. And, and that is the message and the women deep in wonder and full of joy. And this is the, the line I was really just captured by. The woman, the women rather, deep in wonder and full of joy, lost no time in leaving the tomb. And they ran to tell the disciples. And then Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. Good morning, he said. And they fell to their knees and embraced his feet and they worshiped him. And Jesus said, you are holding on to me for dear life. Do not be frightened like that. Go and tell my brothers and my sisters that they are to go to Galilee and that I will meet them there. And this is the, the word of God for each and every one of us here today. Amen. And as we take some time just to, to ponder and to think about uh, that gift of wondering, um, what did we wonder about? as children. I'm going to assume that all of us <laughs> were filled with great wonder as children and maybe lost a little bit of that as, as we've grown into adults. But what did we wonder about as children? And do we still wonder now? And why is it so important to wonder? And what fills us just with that amazement and that awe there? Let's just take a few moments to, to pray and to reflect on that. Let us pray. Well, as um, children, uh, what did we wonder about? And, and did we take time to, to wonder today as well? And um, also just why is it so important for us to wonder? Does anyone want to share a thought or two there? Monday, that, that's my day of Sabbath. And I could just as easily call it a, a day of wonder wandering and wondering there. And I, I just look forward to it so much. And I drove out to, to Sand Canyon. I got kind of a late start. And so it was late in the afternoon. 
and quite often it, it can be pretty crowded out there, but there's miles and miles uh, of trails and places to, to wander and to wonder. And when I got to the, to the lower parking lot out there, my heart just leapt because there were two cars there, <laughs> which meant that I was basically gonna have the whole desert to myself. And the chances of seeing somebody were, were actually pretty slim. And if you've been out there, you, you start that initial climb up that, that first incline and, and the heart rate and, and everything just starts beating and, and you're kind of out of sorts. And usually after about, it takes me about 30 or 40 minutes, you know, from my heart and my gait and, and, and my breathing to kind of come into sync. And, and that's when I can really start to just wonder about things. And I took that trail that goes to the East Rock Creek. It's a big loop out there. And initially you start off, you're kind of walking along this uh, cliff face and you can see McElmo Creek below as well as the sleeping Ute. And then the heart is just filled with all the possibilities and, and just filled with the beauty and, and the peace of the desert. And after I've been walking for, for about a half hour or 40 minutes or so, I remember I, I rounded the, the bend of the trail and went around this uh, uh, pinion tree and it's so still and it's so quiet. And I heard this large crashing noise. And this is out in the middle of the desert. And of course I, I was startled and I just stopped and I, I was frozen in my tracks there. And I looked up and just probably about 35, 40 yards away there, there was a, a pretty large mule deer. And of course she had stopped as well. And I did not expect to see a deer out there. You, I rarely see them there because of the time of day or just maybe a little bit more rare. And, and she was looking at me and vice versa. And we were just gazing at one another. And think of all the deer that all of us have seen over the years. And, and it just amazes me that I can still just be filled with awe and wonder seeing this doe out in the desert there. And we just looked at each other and, and we're sizing each other up. And just to be filled with the, the joy and the lightness and, and just uh, how marvelous it was just to see that beautiful creature out there at Sand Canyon. And then as I started to walk again, you know, I'm not sure how long we could have stayed there just looking at each other. And I was even wondering, <laughs> if she was as, as amazed by me as I was by her, and I guess I will never know. But then as I started down the trail, you know, with my back turned towards her, I could hear her take off in the other direction. But it's quite the experience just to be filled with wonder and awe and amazement. And I was wondering how often <clears throat> do we wonder? As we become adults, do we take time just to get lost in the world and creation and beauty? How often do we wonder? Do we do this every day or maybe weekly or just rarely? Do we just happen to chance upon an event or a circumstance that fills us with wonder? And if you remember as kids, we wondered or wandered all day long and all night. And the world was just full of mystery 
in beauty. It was just an incredible time of life. And that's still available to, uh, to us. <clears throat> and to wonder is a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration. And it's caused by something beautiful or something unexpected, unfamiliar or inexplicable. And wonder comes from an old English word, wonder, W-U-N-D-E-R, which means a marvelous thing, the object of astonishment. And as many of you mentioned in your comments, when we, when we have that sense of wonder, it pulls us out of our negativity or, or our cynicism. And, and we see that which is good, the, the creation, God's handiwork. And Alice Walker in her book, The Color Purple, she says, I think us here to wonder myself. And the more I wonder, the more I love. This is what we're called to do. So wondering draws us closer to, to one another in God's creation. And as we get older, though, with more responsibilities and some of the hardships of life, we often lose our, our sense of wonder and awe and amazement. And we're not even really encouraged so much by society to wonder. It's almost like daydreaming in many aspects. And even Jesus says, if we want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, become like a child, become childlike. And he's referring to having that childlike amazement and living in the mystery and just constantly being curious about everything. And so we take time to remember that childlike wonder to look deeply at people in creation. And I can remember as a child, I usually think of my child growing up in Washington State, uh, we spent the days just chasing butterflies and dragonflies and swimming. And then at night, we would look after the fireflies and trying to capture them all the time. And living in the, in the fruit belt there, we were constantly picking apples off the trees and, and reaching up to the sky and trying to touch the clouds. And I remember taking long trips and we'd walk down the canals and, and picking asparagus and, and just the wonderment of the bounty of the earth. And we chased rainbows after the summer rains and it was always exciting wondering what was going to be at the end of the rainbow. And also just that curiosity with people, whether it was other kids or adults and older people and just being fascinated by how they looked and the words that they said. And our days were just full of wonder and joy, never-ending joy. And Valerie Kaur, who's a faith leader and a, a sick activist, says, wonder is our birthright. And I've never heard that. Wonder is our birthright. And we live that as children. And are we still intentional about taking time to wonder? Because to experience and to live resurrection is to be filled with childlike wonder and mystery and awe. And this takes us to the, the Easter story. And Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they visit Jesus's tomb. And I'm sure they've been disappointed by life, roughed up a little bit, they have their broken dreams. And Jesus comes along and fills them with hope. And so his death is a tremendous blow to them. 
and they're at the grave. And picture them there in their grief. But then the earth rocks and it shakes under their feet. And an angel appears and shafts of lightning blaze from this angel. And there's guards at the tomb. And they're scared to death. And they become like dead men. They cannot move. The fear immobilizes them. And it blocks them from living life in that abundance. And so how do we respond to fear, to the unknown, to the uncertainty, to the mystery and not being in control? And as children, we relished the mystery and the unknown, and it filled us with wonder and joy. And the angels tell the Marys, do not be afraid, for he has risen. And they have that same fear that the guards have, but they respond completely differently. And they're filled with that sense of awe and beauty. And Eugene Peterson says, they run from the tomb deep in wonder and they're full of joy. And just those words used, they are excited and energized by the unknown by the mystery. So do our fears of the unknown, the unexpected, do they paralyze us like the guards? Or do our fears fill us with a sense of wonder and awe and mystery? Very much like Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. To live resurrection <clears throat> is to reclaim a sliver of what we once knew as a child remember how to wonder. And if we remember, then we will have what we need to learn how to love. It changes our perspective, as some of you mentioned. We start to see the world differently. We learn how to love. And we need to keep standing when the earth shakes, and when the angels speak, and when the stars reach down and touch us, and we reach beyond our knowing into that world of wonder, God's world. And maybe that, when we enter into that sense of wonder, maybe that is when we hear the risen Christ say to us, do not be afraid. The world is full of the unknown and uncertainty, but it is the gift of wonder and beauty and mystery. And we dwell in that space. I can hear Jesus say, and, and I will be with you always through it all. So my prayer for all of us today is that we may be lost, that we may be lost in wonder, love, and grace, and filled with that joy, because it is everywhere, all around us, each day. Amen. Amen.